So we want to welcome you to the first ever ISB presented Breathing Fire podcast. That's why probably one of my favorite moments of being at, at ISB was going to um, Amsterdam, going uh, for, for, for the volleyball tournament. And, you know, it's just so, it's, I just felt like I had such a good relationship with the year nines and, you know, and everybody and they were able to just connect really well. So. I don't know. I like the sport. I like the people I do the sport with. Um, I like the game. I like just things about it. Like, I'm very passionate about it when I play. I get really into it. Um, I also, I feel like personally I'm at quite a high level, so I can enjoy that at a really competitive level. The stuff that you miss always seems like a bigger deal beforehand than afterhand. Mm. So don't end up worrying the entire weekend. Like, even if you're not doing sport, don't end up worrying the entire weekend about the stuff that you missed. Just try and think positively, as Tom said, and just work through it. So we want to welcome you to the first ever ISB presented Breathing Fire podcast. Today we've got several of our student athletes with us. Um, we're going to talk a little bit. We'll see where the conversation takes us. But what we want to do is give you an in-depth look of what it's like to be a student athlete um, or even just a student here at ISB. So um, I guess first and foremost, I'm the host. I'm Coach Vic. I'm the director of sport here at ISB. And I have the privilege of hosting this podcast um, and our guest today, as you'll see, we've got three of our distinguished student athletes, and I'm going to give them a chance to introduce themselves to the world. Um, why don't you guys start off by giving us your name, grade, uh, how long you've been at ISB, and maybe what sports you play here. Um, I'm Tom. Uh, I'm in grade 12. I'm 18 years old, and uh, been, this is my fourth year at ISB. Uh, I came in, came in year nine, and uh, my main sport is basketball. Um, I'm Bella. Um, I'm grade 12. I'm 17. Um, this is my second year, and my main sport is football or soccer. Uh, I'm Josh. I've been here for 13 years since preschool two. Uh, I run cross country and track, and I'm 17. Cool. So thanks for being here. Thanks for agreeing to be here with us. Um, we're honored to have you here at the first ever Breathing Fire podcast episode. Um, so with that, we'll kind of jump into what being a student athlete is like here. Um, obviously, you've been here a really long time. Um, what is the earliest moment you remember being an athlete here at ISB? And kind of tell us about that. All right. Um, yeah, so I think it started out with football. I used to play so football, soccer, whatever you call it. Um, back in grade four, I think we played in ICS. We had a tournament there, and the school was really good. We were really strong. We didn't lose a game, I think, for three, four years. So we've won any, every tournament then. And then my first track meet at the school was in grade five and I ran the 800, and then uh, from then it's just been, well, I think the athletics program here has just been getting better and better, so, like, more developed, so, yeah. Cool. What is it that you remember specifically about that tournament at, at ICS, I think is what you mentioned? I don't know. I just the first time, like, I played football outside of school. It was the first time playing with people who I, like, I knew really, really well, so I think just the the fun that we had, like, playing and winning, 
was special. Okay. And then for you guys along those same lines, and, and feel free to chime in. Like, this is a free-flowing conversation. Awesome. Um, your earliest memory of, of playing sport? Just in general? In general, yeah. I mean, I always just grew up playing sports. I was just put into sports at a really young age. So, like, when I was in middle school at my old school and stuff, I would play, like, many sports. I did track, swimming, football, basketball, softball. And then just as I got older, I just kind of found, like, the sport that I like more, I guess. So, like, now, like, my main sport's football, so I play in school, outside of school, and just... I really like it, yeah. What is it? What is it? Hold on, before you jump in there, Tom. What is it a, that you really like? Like, I don't know. I like the sport. I like the people I do the sport with. Um, I like the game. I like just things about it. Like, I'm very passionate about it when I play. I get really into it. Um, I also, I, I feel like personally, I'm at quite a high level, so I can enjoy that at a really competitive level, um, like for my age and everything. So. Yeah, I don't know. I just really love it. Cool. Yeah. Sounds like you like the atmosphere, like yeah. the social part of it yeah. that comes with it. I not think just that's really important. Like when yeah. you're playing a sport, it's like the social is like part of it as well. Like what you're doing, who your coaches, yeah. tournaments, stuff like that. And yours? Well, I mean, like to follow along with that point, like I think that's, you know, such a great thing about sport. Like, you know, being with, with everybody at different ages. And I experienced that like as a, as a year 12 in the first season with volleyball. Um, you know, being with the, with the year nines and the year tens and the year elevens, and I felt like I was really, I was really a leader. I was really, mm. you know, able to embrace that experience with everyone, and that's why probably one of my favorite moments of being at, at ISB was going to um, Amsterdam, going uh, for, for, for the volleyball tournament, and that, mm. you know, it's just so. It's, I just felt like I had such a good relationship with the year nines and the year, yeah. you know, and everybody, and they were able to just connect really well. So I think you know that's yeah. probably. I had the same thing because like for football season one this year like we also went to the Netherlands so we went to Eindhoven and that was like I'm gonna remember that tournament like yeah. forever and ever because it was the same because I've like always like throughout my high school in multiple schools like I was always on varsity and stuff so like as I'm in year 12 I was able to be like a co-captain for the team and I was able to like kind of like I don't know do those things that I always looked up to other players mm. doing when I was mm. younger so I was able to make those connections with like year nines and like help new people on the team and like I don't know make cheers and just make the atmosphere better and that was also like really great like being that leader and like kind of the other side of it cool. yeah. Jonathan or Joshua you <laughs> so let's make this clear real quick he's got a younger brother who I teach who's Jonathan so I'm yeah. going to look at you and constantly think Jonathan sorry yeah, I'll apologize now for the rest Jay. the rest of this episode no because Jay is still the same <laughs> thing Josh yes. anything to add to that um yeah I mean I've been running cross country and track at the school since grade six so I, as the first year I could join I did it so it's been nice like especially in the first two years i believe like we ran with the high schoolers in middle mm, school okay. so i like then we had just a massive team and we all got to like go to tournaments and stuff and i believe that was really fun like just because learning from people who are more experienced and then learning like how to do it mm -hmm. like really helped me improve yeah so you know we talked about the social bit and that's clearly a big part of you know not just team sport but individual sport you yeah. know you yeah. run cross country and yeah. track um and then, Bella, you mentioned about being able to be a leader. And Josh, you mentioned about looking up to people. Who were some of the people that you remember looking up to when you were younger athletes? 
it could be somebody here specific at school that you saw here at ISB or at your old school. But as, as a young athlete, who do you remember looking up to? And what was it about that person that was like, wow? I always remember when I was younger, for some reason, I always idolized, like, the big kids. You know, so when I was in like ninth grade and I was like a freshman, and I was going in to varsity and I was terrified. I was in tryouts and I was just so scared. And it was all of these 12th graders and they were all just massive. And like now that I'm one of them, like I'm like, I'm not that scary. So I was yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. so I was trying to like not be so scary and like try and be like welcoming and stuff. But I just, I always like, it was like the big kids. I was like, wow, they're so good. Like I want to be like them. I want to just, I don't know, everything about it, like their gameplay and stuff too. Yeah. Anything to add there? Oh, no, same. I'd yeah. say the big yeah. kids too. Yeah. And particularly because like I had, I, had fr- I had friends in my year who had older brothers, older sisters. And yeah, I, and also I, that. And so I was already, you know, pretty good friends with them. And, and, and because, you know, actually back then you couldn't, I couldn't play varsity in year nine. But you know they they were they were all in varsity. And I was like, I really want to be in varsity, mm. and you know they just seemed like it was just such an experience. And so I guess that's probably. So one of the things I, I don't know that I don't know if people understand this uh, or even think about it. We talk about leadership, and you talk about you you mentioned it specifically looking up to them and learning from them and yeah. seeing them and wanting to be like them. There's no handbook on how to be a leader, no. mm. right? And so sometimes we have to look at things as what I don't want to be. I don't want to be like that. Yeah. I do want to be like that. Yeah. Can you give me some examples of some things that you saw that you were like, yes, I'll put that in my toolbox. No, I'm going to make sure I don't ever put that in my toolbox and how that's kind of shaped you and your leadership styles today. I guess, so one of the things that I learned from like multiple people, um, especially there's there was this kid, he went to the school here, I think he graduated two years ago, a year ago, uh, Tomas, uh, Thomas Dugray. Uh, he's a fantastic athlete. So what he taught me, like one of the main things that I got from him was, you know, being committed wholeheartedly mm. and not like even if you don't feel like training that day, just going out and because something is better than nothing. Mm. So I try to embrace that philosophy in my training and just even if I really, really don't feel like it, just try and go out and do something. Yeah. yeah. I always got like an attitude. Like I think it's so important to like even if you're losing, you still like, you know, like as – a co-captain like you still have to like you know encourage the team and like even if I'm upset and disappointed with the loss like you have a team to kind of like and they're looking up to you in a way and like you kind of want to represent them like even if they're not like just individually that's what you kind of want to do so like like if you're losing you want to like stay positive or like before a game you want to like get morale up and like it's just like small things like that like I don't know when you're warming up like have some music to like hype the team up or something and just small things that can help yep. yeah. yeah i mean since i'd say the biggest thing for me is since i came i started playing volleyball i never played volleyball before since i came and i reckon yeah, even since you were my coach i reckon the biggest thing that i took on was encouragement and particularly because particularly because you know volleyball it's 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 quite it's weird in the terms of it's team but it's really individual you know if an indiv- if one person's down in, in 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 your team, the whole team's down, and it kind of collapses like that. So I think that's where I really took you know like you know like that quality of encouragement from, and um, that's also you know been passed across in in my basketball teams. And so I yeah. think that's you know and something that has a fine line with 
something that you kind of don't want to be, which is bossy and, you know. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so I guess that's an important thing. So, yeah, yeah. bossy is usually perceived as negative, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but with so. running, like, it's it's an individual sport. Like, there's an aspect to team, like, if you, especially if you're training with them often. Yeah. But you, like, to a certain extent, you only have yourself. So you have to be able to push yourself, especially when things start getting hard. So that's something that I'd had to learn for myself because no one can teach you that, right? Like when things get tough, you cannot rely on anyone else but yourself. So like, yeah, pretty much. That's just one of the main things that I took away. Yeah. So now we're going to shift gears just a little bit. Um, and talking about pushing yourself and the discipline, right? That's what that's what that boils down to is yeah. self-discipline. Here at ISB, we offer the diploma program, um, which is one of the most rigorous curriculums on the planet. Um, for the people listening, if you're familiar with it, you know. Um, for people who are listening and aren't familiar with it, um, it's world-renowned. It's recognized um, by universities all over the world. Um, how do you find balance between your sports? Because all of you do at least two sports or have done two sports during your time in the diploma program and balance that with the rigors of, of class. So how, how do you kind of go with that? For me, like I kind of just look at my priorities at different points in the year. So at the beginning of the year when it's football season, like football's my priority and like I make sure like I'm very committed, I'm going to every training, like I'm going to every game, etc. But then when it becomes into exam season, like something's got to take a toll and for me like my academics in that sense especially when it's like in exam season like those results are super important to me personally so then that takes priority so you can kind of have a balance and and like you can still like I still like go to trainings and stuff but like I just I don't know like for me personally like I'm not going to do a season three sport because then that's going into like final exams and then that's for me like what the priority is well, I mean, like when you think, you know, when you think about that kind of balance, as you mentioned, yeah. you know, it's it's all about like proactivity, and that's what I found. Like, because you know, playing sport is I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know say no to a season of sport. Um, but, you know, I think it's about proactivity. You know, knowing, being efficient. You know, what you have on and and stuff, and and you know, anyone can make it work. Anyone can make it work if you you know understand how how your time works, and yeah. you know, being like, okay, I have this deadline, I have this training. You go to training, you go home, you'd be, you know, you'd be efficient. You get yeah. that work done, and and I, you know, I guess that's probably one of the main things that I took away from, uh, you know, that kind yeah. of, yeah, yeah. No, I completely agree with Tom. It's just about finding the time to get all the things you have done. Because running for me is a way that I like helps me de-stress. I'm sure you guys would agree. Like sport helps you yeah. just clear your mind a little bit sometimes. So I don't want to give that up. Like even if I'm completely stressed, so I try and go do that, and then I realize, okay, I have this to yeah. do and this to do, so I'll find these times to do it. Yeah. I also think like motivation goes with that. So like, so even though I'm not doing a school sport, I'm still playing sports outside of school. So I play football all year round, and it's like sometimes I'm like, oh, do I really want to go to training? But then I'm like, I remember that during training and afterwards, I'm gonna benefit from that because it's like getting that exercise yeah. is important. It's like for your brain and like. And again, like the social aspects, like you see your team members, yeah. like when I walk into training and it's like, ah, oh, like, oh yeah, happy to be back, yeah. like all of that. And right. it's like, it's great, yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's something that people forget. You know, we talk about health and health has different components to it. There's yeah. social health, there's emotional health, there's physical health. People exactly. like to tend to lean towards just the physical side of things. Mm -hmm. And you guys just mentioned the mental 
and the social health side of things that it comes with playing sport. Um, so one, congratulations on being able to do both. I know there's a lot of people out there. I've been in a lot of different schools where you can't do both. You can't do the diploma and play sports at the same time. I'm sitting here with three people right now <laughs> that can do it. And this is just a small sample size. Um, with that, you talked about efficiency being proactive, um, using it to help yourself. Mm -hmm. What are some of the challenges that exist? I think like just obviously like time to be frank, like if you're training like five, six, seven times a week, if you're training at a really competitive level, then obviously you have less time to do your academics and stuff. So even though it's about like being proactive and like, you know, just putting your head down and like doing the work, it's still hard to like accomplish that. I think like mentally and like, you're just exhausted. <laughs> to yeah. Be, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, as as you, you know, even when you play, I feel like, you know, because I've had this experience because I, I used to play five times a week and I had to stop that because, you know, it, it actually just got too much. I wasn't yeah. able to, you know, go to school training, then go to outside of school training and then still get home to complete work. Yeah. And maybe if I was a little bit behind, then I felt bad if I was missing training and it was just too much. And so you've got to kind of make that decision and be like, okay, I'm happy playing school sport. I'm happy playing school school. I can still have fun at training and I'm, I'm not stressed. I can go home, get my work yeah. done. But, you know, when you miss out on sport, you actually realize that you're not any more efficient than yeah, you, exactly. yeah. you were. Yeah. Like, you know, you go home and you're like, well, I'm not doing anything. Like, yeah. I could have been a practice. Exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> so. It's like at my old school, so the varsity teams, they would train four out of five days in the week yeah. for two hours. Mm. And, like... Well, I was there in ninth grade and then COVID, but like I would always look up to like the DP students and like I was like, wow, like they're going to every training, they're going to every game, and then it's like games every weekend too, and it was just like it's very impressive. Like so, it was in my old school too. Yeah. Like uh, so many of our DP students played sport and just yeah. kept doing it, um, and it's because of what you were talking about. They're like, well, am I really going to study for this hour and a half or yeah. for this two hours? Yeah, no, exactly. I can go be socially yeah. healthy yeah, and yeah, mentally yeah. healthy and yeah. and get that out of me. So, you know, one of the things I share with my, like, personal project kids, and we talk about it in my house, is mm -hmm. there's 24 hours in a day, right? Mm -hmm. And so if you break, break up the day into 30-minute chunks, you've got 48 blocks. Yeah. Now, what do you do with your 48 blocks? Now, that's up to you. Each of you decides what mm -hmm. you do with your 48 blocks. So you're going to block off 16 of them for sleep, right? And then you're going to block off, whatever, another 16 because you're in school for those eight hours. Now, what are you doing with the other blocks in the yeah. day, right? And so... Um, I know that's something that's helped me as a busy professional. Um, I'm sure it's helped some of my personal project students kind of manage their time in personal project because that's that mm -hmm. first kind of level of, that's like that pre-DP thing, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. yeah. um, do you guys have any tools like that that you might use to, to kind of help you stay efficient? Because it sounds like most of you are pretty efficient with what you do. I'm, I mean, like when you, I just, when you say that concept, like it's, uh, there's this thing that I've seen before about, you know, if you had, if, if you had, I think it's something like $86,000 in your bank account yeah. mm. in one day and you know and how would you spend how would you spend that over your one day and then however much you spend it, well it would be reset the next day yeah. Yeah. and so it's acting like your seconds in the day yeah. and when you think about it it's going to be reset the next day so I think yeah. you know I going along with that it's just about you know finding finding time and, and as I said before the like the efficiency aspect and you know being able to understand like 
am I actually really working well right now? Like, you know, do I need a break? Do I need to, you know? Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, like, it's important. I think, like, balance is, like, just crucial. And, like, even if it's not just, like, a sport academic balance, it's, like, personally, I like to, like, watch TV and movies and, like, read books and stuff. So it's, like, when I'm working, I'm, like, I'm really not efficient at all right now. What can I do? I, I actually do need to take a 30-minute break right now and just, like, watch some Netflix real quick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, or like location-wise, if it's, like, I can't work in my bedroom, like, yeah. should I go to the library? Like, where am I going to be more productive? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, I've just had to shift some things around to, like, fit everything in the day. So I've done stuff in the morning, like exercises and whatnot in the morning. Then I have the afternoon free. And if I, like, okay, let's say I run in the morning, then I feel more energized during the day. So that gives me the motivation to be like, okay, I'm not going to have to do this later, but yeah. I have this time now. So I might as well use it efficiently, like, with, as you said, with the chunks. So, like, I block things off in my calendar saying i'm gonna do this now so then i don't get like distracted yeah yeah no that's great and those are tools that i think our listeners probably i'm gonna guess our listeners are your peers um at least to start and then that's valuable info for them as they come up and come become older or maybe they're struggling right now and they need a little bit of guidance so yeah. that was great great feedback there so now we're gonna mesh this with sport this topic right now Season one, you guys mentioned Eindhoven, you mentioned Amsterdam, you guys were in Geneva or uh, Vienna. Vienna. Um, what does that look like on a weekend? You go away for a tournament, it's a huge tournament, school doesn't stop, teachers expect deadlines to still be met. Do you work while you're away? Do you try to work? Is it too difficult? Because uh, what a lot of people don't understand is those tournaments, if you're not playing, you're recovering because yeah. you got to play again, yeah. right? And so it's not like you play and then you get to hang out for an hour or two. Like, yeah. I don't think people understand that. So how do you, how does the discipline, the student discipline, the academic discipline match with your passion for the sport in the competitive weekends like that? What does that all look like? I think there's like kind of different ways to go about it. So you can either like be super productive and kind of like tackle the work before the tournament or if that doesn't end up happening, you can kind of like do it as you go along. So like when we were in Eindhoven, like me and a couple other seniors, we had like IA deadlines, which is for listeners who don't know, um, basically like essays for your classes, that's IB coursework. Um, so like, and so we were all like, you know, on the bus doing it and like on the plane and then like in our room at night, we were all like just doing our IAs and stuff. and. Yeah, maybe not the best strategy, but it sometimes it's what has yeah, to happen. Tom's laughing about something. No, it's because it's because I mean, for me, for me, I I had I had stuffed you, and I and I just you know said in my head, I you know I had time before the uh, time before the, the the tournament, and I was like, it's due, you know, the Thursday before we left, and I'm, boom, I was done, and then I can just enjoy the tournament, right. and uh, until my mates had geography. Assessments. Yeah, the geography yeah, one. The geography one. <laughs> and, uh, geography teacher out there. Yeah. Geography <laughs> IA, bad time. Yeah, <laughs> and the funniest memory is what, like, my roommate stayed up until four or something. My roommate did the exact same four, thing. And he, she took, a, stayed and he up. took a photo with yeah. me. I was sleeping. And then he's like doing his geography IA. And, uh, and, I like, did the exact same thing. I was in a room with two other girls, and I don't take geography, but I just I remember because yeah. my friend was doing it. So we were, two of us were sleeping. And um, one was staying up, and we woke up, and we're like, "How much sleep did you?" Yeah, and she's yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes it's hard to get the balance. Yeah, I haven't had that problem yet in grade yeah. eleven. So <laughs> yeah, not. 
Okay. Is anyway. you? I think so. Um, <laughs> the cable. Yeah, no, but like with cross country, it's a bit different because we don't have like multiple games. We have one or two races in a weekend. Yeah. So, I mean, but I can't work just sitting in a field, like waiting yeah. for people <laughs> to race to start. So what we do usually, like when we get back to the hotel, uh, dinner, whatever, we go out and then we come back and we work for an hour or two. <laughs> Because we just sit on the bed, desk, and try and get it stuff done. Because I always tell myself that, oh, yeah, I'll do it beforehand. Never ends yeah. up happening. Because, yeah. like, you got other stuff to do until then. Right. And then, like, you can't. And that's the thing with DP, too. It's not like, oh, I only have this essay due. For mm. It's like, no, in these two weeks, I have this essay and this essay and this essay. Yeah. So it's like I can do so much before. But then, you know, you don't want to, like, drive yourself crazy just trying to do it all. Like, you do got to... Yeah, it's, it happens. So it sounds like Tom's the outlier here. He had his <laughs> stuff done before the tournament. Not quite the norm. Nah, it's just bright. <laughs> bright just that proactivity. Pro no, it's good. If you, yeah. you know, if 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 you like understand your time well, and, and you yeah. say and you say, okay, it has yeah. to be done by this, uh, and then you just you know put that in your head, and it's like, boom, it's got to be done by this date. And okay, yeah. that's my deadline. It's right. not your deadline, but. Right. No, and I know teachers appreciate that if it's done beforehand, right? Yeah, for sure. Like, and I know athletic directors appreciate that too because you don't want your athletes staying up till four a.m. <laughs> well, that's one. Yeah, I don't want any of you staying up till four a.m. when you got to go compete. And then the other part is, you know, it's nice when teachers can come to my office and be like, "Oh, you know, in this case, Tom did a great job getting his stuff in before the the event." You know that, that I, we I appreciate that. That makes me feel good, um, and it just it just helps everybody really when yeah. that happens. But, I think teachers understand too that you do your best, or at least I yeah, hope they yeah. understand that, that you're yeah. doing your best. Um, and we're lucky; we're, we got a pretty supportive staff here, yeah. so um, they do well to work with all of you. Um, Wait, but just one more thing: like the worst thing is isn't like the deadlines of the essays that you have to do; it's the work that you've missed. Because the sometimes, like, yeah, yeah, because sometimes I email teachers asking them a week before, "Oh yeah, what are we gonna do?" They say we're gonna do this, right? And then I come back; they haven't done it. So I've spent yeah. this time working on stuff that they haven't done, and I've already done the stuff they will do. So, yeah, like, yeah. that causes a problem because then now i got to go back and catch up again, right. which is going to take me double the time. Yeah. Right. Then you got to be super efficient. Yeah, exactly. It's like you miss one day and, like, that's six classes with six different things yeah. to catch up on. Yeah. No, same thing. I, I live yeah. the same situation. It's the same for the teachers. <laughs> yeah, too, I, mean. I know if I miss a day of work, I come back to 50 to 60 emails. Yeah. yeah. Easy. Yeah. Easy. On top of the ones I didn't answer before I left. Yeah. So, yeah, I get it completely. <laughs> Um, we're going to start wrapping this up, but I do want to give you guys a chance to say whatever it is you want to say to whoever you want to say it to, all right? And give you guys a chance to think. We'll look right at that camera in the middle when you send your message. And then, um, the floor is yours. Do you have a message? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'll just, okay. Um, I don't know. As sports is a really important thing, and I think... It, I would fully recommend getting into sports at a young age. And, like, even if you're in 12th grade, pick up a sport or do some exercise because it really makes your life better. The friends that you make are, like, for a lifetime. The skills, your physical health, I think it's just very important. Yeah, no, I, I can build off that. Just, <laughs> you know, I think, I think it's important, um, you know, particularly – you know, you, you have to enjoy high school too. It's not all about it's not all about work, and yeah. and I guess you know sports is a great way to do that. And, and as you mentioned, friendships and you know I, I feel that you can you can make you know fret and you know even when you see them in the see them in the halls in the in the yard and you're like yeah. oh 
hey, that's my friend yeah. from volleyball, like, you know, yeah. and so, and so I think that's good, you know, stay positive and uh, always play sports, that's important. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I'd have to say would be the stuff that you miss always seems like a bigger deal beforehand mm. than afterhand, mm. so don't end up worrying the entire weekend, like, even if you're not doing a sport, don't end up worrying the entire weekend about the stuff that you missed, just try and think positively, as Tom said, and just work through it. Yeah. Cool. Well, I appreciate yeah. you guys taking some time to be here with us, sharing some insights, sharing your, your tools out of your toolbox that have gotten you to the point where, where you're at right now. Um, those of you watching, we will be back in a couple of weeks with a new episode. Um, and although this one was about sport, it doesn't always have to be about sport. There'll be times where we're talking about robotics or choir or MUN. Um, so if you're involved in any of those things, I'm sure you'll be sitting at this table in due time. Mm -hmm. So be ready. Um, thank you once again, and keep breathing fire. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.